Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third time in their history have won the Stanley Cup. The Devils three. The Ducks nothing. Devils Stanley Cup champions. Right through. A pick up by Steve Gleason. It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach. Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show about sports. A show about sports? Yeah, it's a show, and it's about sports. I mean, in name at least. I forgot, we haven't done it in so long. Well, that's what happens when you don't wake up, and then you uh, something else happens. And... Yes, my mystery absence. Yeah. Did you, like, get your head stuck in a honey jar um, or something? Close, close. Uh, I was trying to sneak into Rabbit's house to get some honey, and I got stuck in the door. Ah, and... People drew a face on my butt. And, yeah. Yeah. The whole pushing and the pulling and the nothing working. Yeah. Turns out you just needed to lose a little bit of weight. Just like Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yes, but we are back. Uh, we've obviously fallen behind schedule with our whole uh, NFL preview thing we were wanting to do. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to save that for a little bit later. We'll talk about some baseball right now. Which one? Um We can go ahead and start. Tom and I attended a baseball game yesterday. Yes, we did. Uh, Got to watch the Tigers destroy the AL leading Astros. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Um, My guess would be that they scored more runs than the opposing team. I know, but the the Astros are the best offense in baseball. And all they could muster was one measly garbage time home run. By their pitcher. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> by their no, by their first baseman who pitched the inning before. Which as one does doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me at yeah. all. I mean, I I get that you, you don't want to waste your your bullpen on a game that you can't win, uh, but they went ahead and put their designated hitter in at first base so that they could move their first baseman to pitcher, and then their pitcher had to go up and hit. Yeah, that uh well, I mean, it was still a position play. The pitcher never hit. Um, he he. The last thing he did before he hit was pitch. Yes. Well, while true, um, he was still a position player. Um, but yeah, they had Tyler Tyler White pitch. He gave up uh, what a a uh, double and a a home run. Uh, he gave up a two run home run. Um. At least, and obviously at least a hit to, yes. to make that home run, a two-run home run. Yeah, it uh, did not go well for him. I believe it, um, it was Avila who had, he got a hit, and then on a, was it a pass ball or was it a wild pitch? I'm not sure, but it, it was Avila that got the hit, uh, his 600th of his career, and then he was promptly traded to the Chicago Cubs. Yep, for, <laughs> some, for their number two. Ten prospect and a third baseman named Candelero. Canyonero? Uh, yes. 
yeah, Tom. <laughs> I don't have what it takes to fight this. Hot damn. I've got free reign today, boys <laughs> and girls. Oh, man. Um, that was not the only trade that happened yesterday. Uh, there were a few trades I, of uh, maybe some usefulness to teams. Um, Jaime Garcia was traded from the uh, from the Twins to the Yankees. Um, oh, also going with uh, also going with Avila to the Cubs, uh, Justin Wilson. Which is why they're getting two players, yeah, and, and not one. Because uh, yes, uh, also uh, shortstop. Isaac Paredes, a player to be named later, and or cash. Um, Jonathan Lucroy <coughs> was traded to the rain or to Colorado from yeah. the Rangers. Player to be named later, going back to Texas. And Melky Cabrera was traded to the Royals uh, for really uh, or no uh, prospects AJ Puckett and Andre Davis. So Chicago continuing to build. Uh, Continuing to build their farm system for yeah. uh, running a couple years. I mean, um, how are they on pitching prospects though? Because that's their major issue. Yeah, um, I think they're they're kind of modeling the, themselves after the Cubs. If you look at how the Cubs did it, um, they they drafted and traded for all this uh, position player depth, and then yeah, they traded for Arietta, but at the time that you know Arietta yeah. wasn't going to turn into what he did. Uh, he was just supposed to be you know, an arm. Um, but uh, then they went out and they signed John Lester and they signed John Lackey and they signed uh, Jason Hamill to, you know, build their rotation. So I think that the White Sox are trying to follow that same blueprint. So throw all of your money at pitching. So don't be surprised if they make a gigantic offer to Jake Arrieta this offseason. Uh, I'm not saying I'm... it. I'm not saying it. you know, they're going to sign him or anything, but don't be surprised to hear reports that they have made a uh, offer. They've made an offer to him. A um, couple other trades this weekend: uh, Jeremy Hellicks into Baltimore for uh, Hyunsu Kim and Garrett Clevenger, and the Mets acquired AJ Ramos uh, for some reason. <laughs> um, I don't really understand this move. They're not in contention. Um, my only thought is that they're going to be trading so many relievers that they're going to need him to finish the year. You think that's all going to happen today within the next, what is it, five hours? Something like that, yeah. Um, we uh, we kind of got a little excited at the game yesterday. And, uh, Justin Verlander pitched, and he pitched very well through six. He got into a couple of jams, which drove his uh, pitch count up. Um, yeah, I think he was at like 98 through four. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, so we... Got to see what was possibly his last time in Detroit, and he got a standing ovation as he came out of the game in the sixth, uh, at the end of the sixth. Um, so it was nice to see from the fans. I don't think he's going to be traded. His contract is too big to take on, just sort of, you know. New York and Chicago can both do it. I don't know that there's – I mean, I know that these teams sometimes make a trade where there's not a need for a playoff run, but there's no need. Like, there's no actual need there. Uh, I mean, you, you have to look at it this way. If, let's say, the Brewers go out and make a deal for you, Darvish, the Cubs have to match. That's the way, you know, That that's that's kind of the way it goes. Or if if the Yankees go out and trade for Sonny Gray, yeah, the Red Sox are going to have to go out and match. And there are only so many starting caliber pitchers out there. Um, so they're... Um, 
There's going to be a lot of movement, I think, as far as pitchers go. I don't think we're going to see a lot of position players moving. Yeah, but there's always movement as far as pitchers yeah. go. Um, so the, uh, the reports right now, the A's and Yankees are close on a Sonny Gray trade. Um, the A's want uh, Torres, the shortstop who's injured, that the Yankees acquired from Chicago last year yeah. um, in the Chapman trade. Um, I actually, This is one of the few deals that I think actually gets done. Yeah. Um, well, there's been talk of it for the last month. So yeah, um, the, but the Yankees have been linked to pretty much everybody, and they did get uh, Garcia last night. Yeah, um, the Red Sox are getting close, um, getting close on a trade for Addison Reed. Um, assuming the Mets are just looking for prospects right there, um, and the Cubs, <laughs> the Cubs and Tigers may still make another trade. Apparently, Justin Verlander is not off the table as far as talks go for the Cubs. I'm reading all this right now off of the interwebs, so you know it's true. Oh, yeah. Um, you, Darvish, uh, to the Dodgers seems the most likely uh, trade, but they're not close. And I just get to sit back and relax and uh, let every other team make a move, and mine doesn't ever do anything. Yeah. Um, I believe that he is on it on uh, that they are on his no trade list, but uh, Darvish to Cleveland, I always thought would be a pretty good deal. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Cleveland doesn't have it this year. I think they can just not bother giving away any prospects or anything because they're not doing anything this year. Really, I think they're still going to be. No, nope. eh, we'll see. Um, other uh, other players possible. Uh, to move today, Yonder Alonso from the Athletics, Jed Lowry from the Athletics, um, Padres reliever Brad Hand, uh, and Orioles reliever uh, Zach Britton. Um, not sure in any landing spots for them, but there are plenty of contenders that would love to have any of those guys uh, yeah. on their team right now. And of course, we're talking about all this, and none of them will be traded, and it'll be just you know random guys that nobody's discussing. Yeah. Um... So let's name every player in the league who would make another team better. Yeah. So, man, everybody except players for the Blue Jays. I don't know. I feel like they could go somewhere and make other teams better. Yeah. They just don't fit where they are. Uh, the Blue Jays place Troy Tulowitzki on the DL, and it looks like he could be out for a while. They only put him on the 10-day, though. Yeah, but that's because it's 10 or 60. Right. So yeah. if it's gonna if it's gonna be a fifty day injury, you know, why waste those extra ten days? Um why not? They're not they're at the bottom of the division. They don't have a shot. Yeah. Just put everyone on the sixty day. Yeah. Uh, although so the Blue Jays had a walk off win yesterday. Yeah. Uh Grand Slam, bottom of the ninth by Pierce. That's his second one in three games? Yeah. Uh, what, just the second player in Major League history to do that? Uh, uh, yes, I want to say. <laughs> um, I, I would have said first, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, brings them to 49 and 56 on the season. Um, and they're uh, playing 500 in their last 10. Um, a team is doing surprisingly well right now, and they just uh, just added Melky Cabrera through that trade. The Kansas City Royals are 55 and 48. Only two games back of Cleveland. That's that's weird. They uh, didn't look like they were doing anything at all yeah. for most of the first half. Uh, they have matched Cleveland over the last ten. Both teams are nine and one in their last ten. Wow. Yeah. Um, Houston uh, still leading the AL 
at uh, 68 and 36. Um, there are two there are two losses to Detroit over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, first back to back losses since uh, beginning of June, and first first road series that they've lost since April, I believe, in Cleveland. So uh, <laughs> they're cooling off a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm. The uh, Dodgers are still leading the NL. Uh, they're 74 and 31. They won last night in extra innings. Um, eight and two in their last ten. Um, over in the East, the Nats still up by thirteen games in Miami. <laughs> Unreal. I don't know how the entire East is that bad. Um, Look at the teams. None of those teams are are uh, built to be any good. Miami has talent. New York has talent. They're just I don't know. But there's a culture of losing. Maybe it's maybe it's Tebow time in the Big Apple. No, it's not. No, are you I'm sure? Positive. Tebow time saved the Broncos. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Sure, it did. You remember? No. That slant pass? Oh, you mean when we had that guy who couldn't play because of the uh, the blood issue and uh, they were in Denver and he couldn't play because of uh, issues with his blood? Oh, please don't be that fan, Tom. He's the guy that would have been covering. He's the guy that would have tackled. I don't yes. even remember who caught the pass at this point. This is Demarius Thomas. Um over the weekend, uh, the Cubs took two out of three in Milwaukee uh, to move two and a half games over the Brewers. Yeah, you just keep battling with each other. Um, Do it. <laughs> the Cardinals are only four and a half back uh, at 52 and 53, and the Pirates are five and a half back at 51 and 54. Managed to completely blow... Two series against two of the worst teams in baseball. Yep. After having swept the Brewers in a four-game series. Yeah. They, yeah. That actually, the Cubs being in first place is actually, you know, largely thanks to uh, Pittsburgh sweeping them as we came out of the break. It's, it's bullcrap. Um, the uh, let's say the Cubs are thirteen and three since the break, something like that. Bully um, for them. One of the one of the hottest teams in baseball, right there with uh, Cleveland, Kansas City, and L.A. Um, we talked about it before we had our little hiatus. We we both said we thought a team was going to make a move on the Brewers, and it came a little bit sooner than I thought. I don't know uh, when you were thinking it was going to happen, but well, I was thinking it would happen uh, after the All Star break. Teams get a chance to have a couple of days off and just sort of evaluate things. Yeah, it. Uh, Tends to work a lot better than the bye week in, in football. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they do the bye week the way that, you know, we've been discussing where half the teams go in week eight and half go in week nine, it might work. You know, if everybody got the bye week, you know, at a time where you need rest. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't think eight weeks into the season, uh, a well-trained football player should need rest. Well, but it's not just, it's not just eight weeks into the season. They started mini camps a week ago. Yeah, I know. So it's, I mean, that's quite a ways into the season. These guys are some of the healthiest people on the planet. I understand, but that's still 75% of the way. <laughs> I don't need a bye week three months into my season, my working season. You No, it would not be three months. If, we're, if the percentage, it's 75% of their season from mini camp to the end of the regular season. Having it in like week eight or nine would be like seventy five percent of that. 
All right, well, I don't I don't need a break in, in August. All right. All right, next year, no vacation for you until August. After August. Until... Uh, they get days off. See how that works. Yeah, so do you. Yeah, and then I <laughs> schedule my own days off. Yes, a vacation, a break. Yes, but our whole department doesn't get a, a vacation at the same time. We should. No, that would be a bad idea. <laughs> that would be, that'd be terrible. Um, all right, so... Moving forward with the MLB, I hate having to do shows on trade deadline days. This happened to us with the hockey deadline, too. Yeah, they need to move the, the trade deadline to Sunday. That would be amazing. Then we can do our show, and everything's good. Yeah, um, yeah I don't want to make any bold predictions about what's going to happen because, you know, it's going to happen in... It's going to happen in three hours, and people are going to listen to this tomorrow, and we're going to look like a bunch of jackasses. So then make some mild predictions. I think Verlander stays put. That's not that mild. I think, you know what, I think ultimately Darvish stays put, too. You think so? Yeah. I think he'll move somewhere. Uh, come on, give a destination. Oh, the the safe money says the Dodgers, so that's what I'll say. Yeah. <coughs> and I think, I think a surprise team swoops in and nabs Sonny Gray out from under the Yankees. Yeah, surprise team? Yep. You got any any team names there? I'm going to say Chicago or Boston. Um, Chicago because they've also been linked to him, and Boston because uh, it would be hilarious. It wouldn't be that hilarious. Oh, it would be because I know a couple of Yankees fans. I know, but... And they they talk about Sonny Gray as if he already has thrown, like, 82 <laughs> innings for them. <laughs> they've done their homework. Um, he could go to the Diamondbacks. I'd be all right with that. Just there was the stats right now because we are in need of a uh, starter. We've got a couple on the DL right now. So I, I actually think that the Diamondbacks are going to stand pat uh, today. I, I think they made I their haven't move. Seen any talks about yeah. anything anything going on. So um, and I think the Rockies made their move last night, bringing in was, Luke Roy. Yeah, the the news that I saw, of course, was before Robbie got hit on the head with that line drive, and right. it was before uh, we lost one of our all stars to a broken finger yesterday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, maybe get out of the way of the baseballs. God. He was trying, and that's what really drove me nuts, too, because it called, called the strike. He squared the bunt, and then the ball was coming in towards his face, and so he was backing up, and instead of hitting him in the face, it hit him on the hand, and they called it a strike. And he had to come out of the game, and our we had to have a pinch hitter come in with an 0-1 count. The rules are the rules. It was bulk is what it was, because he was obviously backing away, not offering at the pitch. He was backing away from the pitch. But that's not how the rule works. Well, it should, because he was backing away from the pitch. Well, when you become the commissioner of baseball, you can make that rule change. I'm going to. <laughs> you should have told him, just, just stay there, take it in the face. Then it'll be, uh, <laughs> if he'd have taken it in the face, he'd have gotten the base. Yeah. They wear helmets. <laughs> Not on their face. Maybe they should. <laughs> Some of them do now. You know, one of our guys who got hit in the face has like a big, like, thing that goes across like half of his jaw now because that's where he got hit a lot a lot of players are doing that um one of the guys for houston had one yesterday yeah. jason hayward and javi baez wearing for the cubs i'm waiting for them to go out in uh, cricket gloves because we've got, we've lost two guys for a while due to hand injuries yeah. now and they make gloves um you know cricket players have these gigantic gloves that leave the the palms of their hands are, are barely covered you know one thing single layer like a normal batting glove but then the tops are all padded and I think they could uh, they could use that. 
Speaking of cricket. They should also switch to flat bats and wickets and uh, uh, round oak They should use wickets just because it's fun to say. Yesterday during during the Tigers game, they had one of their little games on the big board between innings, and what they do is they'll ask a player a question, and they'll have to give as many answers as they can for that question, and then they'll ask a fan. Mm -hmm. So the the question was, uh, how many sports can you name that use a ball? And the little girl got six, and the player got seven because he pulled cricket out. <laughs> no, those things should always be rigged in the fans' favor, I think. Like, I think they should, like, tell the the person, the, the player playing, like, okay, now go slow. Act like you're thinking between each answer. We want the fan to be happy and win. Give them a chance. But you they know, give you shouldn't the, get more than four or five. They give the fan the prize anyway. Oh, well, all right. The little girl got a, a, a gift bag and four tickets to... Uh, what was it? See, they did that at some uh, kids show. Yeah, they did life. the same type of game uh, at Cincinnati when I was there. But what they did was it was if the person won, their whole row got the prize. Yeah. If they lost, the row behind them got the prize. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so um, that was the it was something late to like a little box of popcorn or something for everybody. Right. But I mean, it was something you know the whole row got involved. Yeah, so um, you know they're all shouting out answers at him and whatnot. And, I want a box of popcorn. Yeah, well, come, come on. Go make Who some popcorn want and a whole, put it in a box. Popcorn. A whole row's worth of popcorn? That's like $800. <laughs> in uh, in retail price, yes. <laughs> in value to the, uh, the, the the stadium and what they pay, <laughs> that's like four cents. My Lord, $800. Um, man, all right. So uh, there's not a lot to discuss in... The NHL right now. Just a couple of re-signings. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nino Niederreiter is staying in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people staying put. Not a lot of uh, moving going on. Connor Sherry re-signed with Pittsburgh Yeah. last um, night. Three years, I think. Not bad. Um, uh, like The biggest news is Dallas landed the draft as part of their 25th season celebration. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool. Like I I like that they do move the draft around. Yeah. So that it gives, you know, all fans a chance to go. Right. That's cool that they gave it to Dallas in their 25th year. Yeah, you know, they've never hosted it before. Yeah. You can you can bet your bottom dollar that a couple years from now Detroit will have it. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh they I believe they already are discussing it with the NHL. Um Oh, here's here's a thing. Uh Andre Markov, uh Officially signs a two-year deal with the KHL's Akbars. <gasps> it's a trap. Damn it! <laughs> I was leaning into the mic to say that right now. Uh, Nobody told Andre Markov. Nope. But it is a trap. He's probably not going to get paid. It's a trap. It is a trap. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Pretty slow in the NHL uh, while we've been gone. Uh, what has not been slow is the NBA. Kyrie Irving wants out. He sure does. Uh, they they're gonna be they're gonna be in full rebuild mode in Cleveland just two years after winning a title. Um, well, to be fair, when you only have two players, it's not really that difficult. To hey, go quit from winning, ripping to on people. Kevin Love. Fine, two and a half players. Quit ripping on Kevin Love. He can't carry a team by himself. He can't carry a team without another huge player. Like he needs a superstar. They need to get a superstar. But they need to convince a superstar to come to a place like Cleveland, which doesn't have that big a draw when LeBron's not there. Um, yeah, Cleveland's gonna be bad. Yeah. Um. So, 
Like when, uh, like, like the first time LeBron left, right? And they were bad. So I guess the timeline for this is right after they won the championship, Kyrie wanted out, but he didn't want to do it right after they won. So they waited, and then they got knocked around in the finals this year. And Irving told ownership he wanted out because he doesn't want to play with LeBron anymore. So he he waited until they were about to announce their new GM for, for to a press conference to let everyone know that he doesn't want to be there anymore. Really, just throwing this GM right... Uh, he didn't even get a chance to go into the frying pan before he got thrown in the fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's really... It's the dumpster fire that we expect from Cleveland sports. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then it's... Rumors are that LeBron's camp leaked the trade request. That, look, that's not something that LeBron James would do. Yeah. Um, and then by all accounts, LeBron James is a pretty decent guy. Yeah. Um, so now Irving wants to leave everybody. It's, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that James is leaving in free agency after this year to go to LA or possibly, uh, New York, but unlikely at this point. Um, it drives me up the wall that, that people are never going to stop saying that these big stars want to go to LA no matter how bad LA is. So here's the thing. The rumors aren't the Lakers, though. I know, but both L.A.s are bad. <clears throat> right. Oh, well, yeah, now that Chris Paul is gone, it'll be interesting to see how well the Clippers can do. Um, but uh, so now everybody thinks that Irving did this uh, to get out before James does. So it when they're bad, it's not him. It's not, you know. Um, but and I, he's, I don't know how... Uh, basketball contracts work if you can have no trade clauses and no movement clauses like the NHL? No, they do because LeBron has a no trade clause and uh, he has said he will veto any trade throughout the season. He does not want to be traded from Cleveland. He wants to go and get max money somewhere. Yeah, probably. Although I'm not sure how... uh, Cleveland should be able to offer him more money than anyone else anyway. Yeah, um, but is he going to want to be in a situation where he has to carry the team again that's the reason he left the first time is right. because he was carrying the team and ownership wasn't doing anything to yeah happen. but they are still better now than when he left the first time they with, are, with kevin love and uh even shumpert and um I, oh my goodness uh, jr smith i still i don't think they're a playoff team without lebron and Kyrie. no definitely not um, although i mean the east is super weak so who knows i mean, I mean maybe an eighth seed but yeah also depends on what they get back for Irving. Yeah. Um, apparently, twenty teams reached out to Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> They'd be dumb not to. So of those of those twenty six made trade offers, and I looking at these teams, I'm trying to figure out what they may have offered, and I cannot come up with it. San Antonio, mm. they would have had to have offered Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, which would be a bad idea. And if. Kyrie doesn't want to play in someone's shadow. Why would he want to go from the best player in the league to, you know, Kawhi's probably anywhere from second to fifth on most lists. Yeah. Um, uh, because cause, while he's up there, his his name is not up there. Right. Yeah. Um, and, his, and he's not always he's, in front of the cameras. He's and, not a big name superstar. He doesn't draw the attention. Right. And he's also a shy guy. Yeah. Not to be confused with shy guy from the video games. No. Um, the video games, yes. <laughs> uh, the Clippers, um, without it involving Austin Rivers, I don't see it happening, and I don't see Doc trading his son. Yeah. Uh, the Phoenix Suns already have already said they won't 
include um, their rookie, uh, was it Jackson? Or um, Booker in any trades. So I don't know how that would work. Uh, the Timberwolves, who are trying to re-sign Wiggins, who would need to be a part of that trade. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. Like... The Knicks, who said they won't trade KP. So I don't know how that works, unless it's uh, mellow for Irving straight up. That would that would make for an interesting season in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, and of all those teams, th- those five, they either don't have first-round picks coming up or their first-round picks are always in the low 20s to yeah. number 30. Um, and then the only team that I could see making this happen is the Miami Heat. They have some young players to trade, and they have their own draft picks coming up. But with Kyrie Irving, that would then slide their draft picks into the probably low 20s range. Yeah. Um, again, I I don't know how instantly good he makes any given team, but he's definitely a huge upgrade for most, if not all, teams. Yeah. Um, for the, the, the amount of, of return that Cleveland's going to want is going to prohibit a lot of teams yeah. from trying to make a trade. Um, the, the Miami deal would probably include um, Goran Dragic and Justice Winslow and then picks, but is you know is that enough? Yeah. I mean, I could, uh, I could theoretically see a, a Melo for Irving one, one-to-one um, because, well, Carmelo has not wanted to play there for a long time. He's happy to stay there. He just doesn't want to play. Yeah. Um, uh, he's so focused on going to Houston right now, though, to play with Chris Paul and James Harden, That's, which I don't get how that works. You got three guys that have to have the ball in their hands. Never going to work. I think just play with three balls. They could <laughs> easy they, solution. They could learn to share. Yeah. If it means beating the Warriors, they can learn to share. Right. Um, so the team that a lot of people are talking about but is not among those six that have made an offer. Boston has what it takes. Yeah. Um, they have the Nets picks. They have number three overall pick, Jason Tatum. Last year's number three, Jalen Brown. They've got uh, Marcus Smart, and they could include Jay Crowder or Isaiah Thomas. They'd get better sending any of those players to Cleveland yeah. in exchange for Irving. Um, the question is, would would Cleveland necessarily want to deal with the uh, really the only team that could have beaten them in the past few years? Even knowing that they're going to be bad in a couple of years, right? Yeah, they they will have created a monster uh, in Boston if they send Irving there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know. I don't know where he winds up. I don't know who can give a deal as good as Boston can. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Seattle gets their team back and and Irving goes there. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think so. It's just as likely as some of the other options. That's true. It is just as likely as those. Um, yeah, that's but that's the craziness that has been the NBA since we've been gone. Um, well, let's not forget that uh, Cleveland signed Rose. Oh, yeah, they signed Derrick Rose. Sorry, I'm used to talking about superstars. Well, um, he's not not a superstar. He's just, his health has failed him. His name still has the superstar uh, aura. Yeah, his health has failed him. He's he's he plays well. You know, he's up near twenty points per game. Yeah, he uh, uh, he was signed to be Irving's replacement, expect expecting not to get a point guard back for him. I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, if he stays healthy, Rose is almost as good as Irving. Nah. Almost. Nah. If he stays healthy. 
Yeah. If he plays all 82 games. I, I just don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's played 82 games in any of his last four seasons. I'm not sure. Um, no, I mean, Derek Rose from four years ago, yeah. Uh, now I think there's not much left in those knees. I mean, he's had them fixed, though. They're not broken anymore. Yeah, I just, took, I just don't know. He took a whole year off so that his knees would get better. He took a couple years off. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I, I don't think that I don't think they're getting much out of that deal. Uh, it's probably good that he signed for the minimum. I was happy because there were rumors he might go to San Antonio, and I did not want that. I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah. Well, we will see. I think it helps them for this one season. Yeah, and then um, he'll probably go. Yeah, you know, somewhere else once his contract's up. Yeah, he's probably on a year-to-year basis now. Yeah, uh, you know, at this point in his career, so uh, we'll see when the season approaches. Uh, we'll get into our preview show for that. But right now, it's time for our NFL preview. Ooh boy! Um, we're gonna do the NFC today and the AFC next week, uh, and then we'll do college football the week after that. Oh, that's a lot of teams. That is. That's like strap in everybody. 127 teams coming at you. God. We're going to go through every single one. Every single one of them. All right. So the way we are doing this, we are going to give you one thing we like, one thing we hate about each team, and then we are going to uh, discuss the divisions and how we think they're going to stack up. Um, So we're going to go ahead and start in the NFC East. Uh, New York Giants, what do you like? Well, I like that their their defense seems to be stabilizing now. it it was fluctuating wildly the last few years. Uh, yeah, it's stronger now. Um, Definitely the strength of the team. Yeah, that's I, I like that. Um, and what don't you like? What don't I like? I don't know how many more years of of high productivity and luck Eli Manning has. <laughs> you are so much harder on Eli than you need to be. <laughs> I I'm I'm hard on him because I I I. I generally like him as as a football player um i like that he's got that toughness because he does take a lot of hits and he knows the game about two-thirds as well as peyton did which is better than most quarterbacks um but i don't know how much more he's got left you know he's he's got his two super bowls he's got almost assuredly a hall of fame career yeah um but i do think it's nearing its end yeah um, I I like the addition of Brandon Marshall. That's yeah, that was a good move. Um, I absolutely love that for them. Uh, with the receivers they already have, they are they are going to be tough to beat. And I think that Manning is going to have a career low uh, for interceptions this year. So is that like twenty? <laughs> um, and the one the one thing I don't like about him, I don't think they've uh, fully addressed their 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 running attack. Um. It was it was a weakness last year. I think it's going to be a weakness again this year. Uh, they're bringing back Paul Perkins and Orleans Darkwa. They did sign Shane Vereen, that, and that's supposed to help though. Yeah, um, and they drafted uh, Wayne Gallman. Um, but I don't. It's it's a it's a huge huge issue for me. Um, and We've I got, uh, Paul Perkins is listed as number one on there. Yeah, depth chart. Yep. Orleans Darkwa is is uh, listed below number four. Is he really? Chart. Wow. Um, Darkwa showed some promise at times last year, but no, he's not. It, he couldn't string it together. Yeah, he's a third down back. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that, until they fix that running game, I don't see them beating the Atlantas and the Green Bays of the world. I don't even really see them beating the Dallases of the world um, to to win the division. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll see about that. Um, next up, uh, let's go with the Washington Redskins. Uh, I'd have to give something I like yeah. about them. They uh, can start with what I don't like. Go ahead. All right, uh, they're completely screwing up this Kirk Cousins situation. They're giving him uh, just if they if they had just given him the money now, they they could have locked him up at at, at decent term and decent uh, price. Um, but now next year they're going to lose him because he's not worth the the uh, second year franchise. Yeah, money. He... I mean he's he's just worth. The first year franchise money. See, I don't even know that he's worth that. Um, but given their options behind him and the options out there, I don't think there's a better option. Yeah. Um, well, that is what I don't like about him. I will give you what I like first. Uh, they're wide receivers. I guess it's the same thing I liked about uh, the Giants. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Uh, they brought in Terrell Pryor. Um, Josh Doxson should be playing this year, coming back from that injury. Uh, and then you know I'll lump in the tight ends with that. With uh, Reed, Niles Paul, um, and Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis coming into his 13th year? Yeah. I He's still a great red zone target. Is, how is he still alive at, at this point playing tight end? Yeah. That's a long time to be playing probably one of the toughest positions. Yeah. Um, You're a lineman and a wide receiver? Yeah. And sometimes a fullback? Uh, I, uh, I definitely like... Definitely like their receiving core. Um, and I guess I will say that their linebackers aren't terrible. Can that be my good thing? Sure. Their linebackers aren't terrible. Good work. Um, I just don't see a whole lot of upside to this team. No? You think they're not as good as their past two finishes have indicated? Their past two finishes weren't that great. No, I mean, but, but at least a 500 team you can find something you, <laughs> yeah, you like. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins, I guess, would be the thing that I like, but yeah. they screwed it they, up. Yeah, um, Dallas Cowboys. There's actually a lot to like here. There actually is. Um, yeah, and I hate having to say that. Yeah, um, it, it'll be really interesting to see the sophomore season for the offense. Uh, you know, Zeke is—he's uh, a phenomenal running back behind probably the best offensive line for running. Yeah, in the league, um, uh, Dak. Prescott is coming into a second season where he's going to have the whole playbook this year. That can be a mixed thing. <laughs> well, given the way he handled a limited playbook, I think he can. I think he can do it. Right. Um, and I think they'll be. I can't guarantee that they'll be just as good because thirteen and three is a pretty lofty goal. Um, but they will likely win the division. Uh, they'll have at least eleven wins. And they'll, you know, make the playoffs and maybe do something there. Yeah. Uh, what I don't like is uh, really their wide receiving core. I don't, I, I don't like it too much. No, Des Bryant, Cole Beasley, um, Terrence Williams. They drafted Ryan Switzer. Well, Des Bryant needs to uh, start showing up to things on time. Yeah. Or at all, <clears throat> be a part of the team. Be a leader. It, you've been there. What is he? Fourth year? Fifth year? Um. Like eighth, eighth, eighth year. Good lord! Yeah, eighth year. So yeah, it's definitely time to be the leader on that team. Especially your your quarterback is in his second year. Uh, he he needs leadership. Uh, and Jason Witten 
I mean, he's still there, I guess, but... 15th season. He, he's, I, I, you know, I know he's still playing, but he's he's there. Yeah. Um, but he's not really anything to be worried about. Oh, I think he, I think he'll still have a solid season. Um, I like, the, the thing that I like the most, their tackles. Uh, Lyle Collins and uh, Tyron Smith. I think they have they have two two top ten tackles uh, in the NFL, and that's part of why their running game is so productive, yeah. um, and why Prescott was able to do what he was able to do, uh, staying upright like that. Um, I just think it's I, I think it's a little weird that they were able to keep Dak Prescott off the turf, but uh, they were never able to keep Tony Romo <laughs> off the turf. Yeah, well, but to be fair, I mean, you know, these guys are both. Uh, you know, not not exactly to blame for that. I mean, right? When you when you have back issues, it doesn't matter how infrequently you're hit. One hit could you know could do it. Um, but no, I, I like their tackles. Uh, thing I don't like how they handled this Lucky Whitehead situation. Yeah, that was. Um, you know, that was really bad. Yeah, you, you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have a guy who. You're going to sign a guy who is accused of throwing his girlfriend on a bed full of guns and beating her, uh, but a guy who is proven to have not even been in the state at the time of a crime he was accused of committing. Well, um... With, with Whitehead, apparently there was some shoplifting done uh, in, in West Virginia or Virginia, one or the other, and travel records prove he was miles and miles and miles away at the time of the crime, and the person who was arrested just gave his information yeah. when they were arrested. They were let out They were let out on uh, bail, and all of the legal proceedings then went to the actual Lucky Whiteheads, and then uh, Dallas and, cut him. And since he had no idea that he had even committed a crime because he was in a different state, yeah. he didn't show up to the court. Right. Uh, so Dallas cut him. And he was claimed by the Jets. So, oh, he was good. Yes, good. Well, not good. I but, mean, he was know. claimed by a team. Though. Right. Yeah. That's good. He has a job. Yes. Um, and he should go ahead and uh, sue the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know about I mean, that. Depending on the reason they gave for cutting him, if it was if if they cut him because of this, then he can probably sue for wrongful termination. Well. The rumors are he wasn't a lock to make it anyway because they drafted Switzer and they're the same player and and blah blah blah. Yeah. So not um, yeah. So what you're saying is that we should hope that Switzer uh, is just the worst at football, and then we can laugh at Dallas. Well, yeah, maybe. Because that's, that's so my plan. I guess it's not so much that I hated how the Cowboys handled the Whitehead thing. I think it's just that I hate Jerry Jones. Yeah. And then he go he goes on camera and gets all emotional about well normally you you t- talk to us about how we keep these players who have these issues yeah. that's my Jerry Jones impression that's spot on uh, <laughs> the Eagles the Eagles well Carson Wentz is what I like yeah I'll, I'll continue to say that until he uh, <coughs> falls out of favor um, he's poised to have a good season. Uh, and especially behind coach Doug Peterson. Yeah, which that is what I like. I like Doug Peterson. Yeah, uh, I think it was the right hire, and I think he's going to turn. He's going to turn into uh, a little mini Andy Reid in in Philly. You think he'll last long enough to 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 gain the ire of of fans? I think so. Like the, Andy Reid did. Um, 
the Luries have, have shown that they are willing to let a coach go for a little while uh, in the job and and uh, try to try to make it work. They let Chip Kelly go a full two seasons longer than they should have. I get it. Because they never should have hired him. I know. See? I get it. Okay. I, I see what you did there. Um, but, yeah, so Doug Peterson is what I like about this team. Um, there's not a lot to not like. I mean. Uh, they're – their whole defense tends to, kind of like the Giants of the past few years, be up and down. The yeah yeah like, I guess the inconsistency is what you know probably the thing to hate about this team. Yeah, and and actually it does go for the whole team. Yeah, you know? well yeah I mean you look at last year they started off they were hot Carson Wentz was you know looking like the rookie of the year and all of a sudden you know they were losing games left and right and fell out of fell out of the playoff race and. So yeah, I guess the the inconsistencies would be would be the best thing to say. Yeah, I think a a, a season of experience for Wentz and a, a season of experience for Peterson, and you know that's that's really going to help. Yeah. Um, all right. NFC North. The North. Yes. Uh, let's go with the Vikings. Uh, to like uh, they they did have a fairly decent draft. Uh, a couple of guys who can come in and and kind of work at it right away. Um, I I do like their running back situation. I guess that, that's that's what I most like about the team is the running back situation with uh, Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook and Jarek McKinnon. That is that is what I was going to say as well. Their running back situation is great. Drafting Dalvin Cook, yeah, uh, it, that was a genius move for them. Um, honorable mention on the things that I like. Uh, I think their secondary is going to be stronger this year. Yeah, uh, they just resigned Xavier Rhodes to a huge contract. Uh, I believe he's top three per year uh, for defensive backs right now. So they threw a bucket of money at him. Yes, um, I mean not literally because that would hurt. Right. Um, the thing I hate it's gonna be the same thing as with the Eagles: the inconsistencies. Yeah, they started out six and zero, finished eight and eight. Yep, and pretty much all of that had to do with the uh, the defense. Um, just they showed up every single game for the for the first six games, and then it's like they just fell off a cliff, and the uh, the rest of the team didn't notice that they weren't in the in the bus convoy to the airport, um, and they just went on the rest of their season without a defense at all. That's uh, that's quite the analogy. I don't know how many cliffs there are in Minnesota close to a road that that a bus could fall off of, but but that's. Pretty much what happened. Oh, boy. Um, the Chicago Bears. Hey, I didn't give you what I didn't like. Their defense. You just said the bus. No, I was I was. Oh, you were pi- oh yeah. I thought you were piggybacking on mine, and that was what you did. Okay. Um, I'm not hot on the quarterbacks. Yeah. Bradford did have a career year for him. Well, when um, you're throwing the ball three yards at a... Hey, that, that's a, a solid strategy. Um and we still don't know what's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater. I really feel bad for that guy. Yeah, uh, he's starting on the pup. Would, uh, everybody assumed that would happen. I don't know, you know, what's going to happen with his. Uh, is this going to count as a year in his contract? Or uh, I'm not 100 percent sure how that all works. I think it's whether or not he plays, and I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> because I mean, I would like to see him get a chance somewhere and I don't know that he's going to get a chance again in in Minnesota. I think uh like it or not the job is Bradford's to lose. 
Um, Either they won't go straight to Bridgewater. I don't think that they'll jump right back to him. But yeah, that's uh, I don't like the the quarterback situation there. It's uh, less than pleasant. All right, now on to the Bears. Um, trying to think of something to like about this team. Um, let's go with the hate. Hate their draft. We've been over yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Trubisky apparently fumbled the ball like nine times in his first uh, first day. <laughs> I don't know if it was that high, but apparently there there were fumble issues taking the snap. Um, no, just we we've been over it. Their draft it was small, and uh, we we believe uh, the players will be. Uh, inefficient. <laughs> the draft and the events surrounding the draft. Yeah. Um, drafting Trubisky and then giving Mike Glennon $15 million. Yeah. Well, Glennon got, Glennon got the money first, but yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. You, you gave him starting quarterback money and then drafted, moved up to draft a guy who was going to be there in the second or third round. No, he was he was going to be going in the top five. Somebody was nah, going to, yes. No, I don't know. That's why that. Chicago made the trade. Someone else was going to trade with San Francisco. That's why they moved up one pick. Somebody would have taken him. There were plenty of teams. Um, hell, San Francisco may have taken him, and they may have traded to not have to make the choice <laughs> between him and, and uh, oh, who did they take? Solomon. Yeah. So, um, I guess the thing to like is John Fox. Oh, I've always felt that he's an underrated coach. Yeah. Um. So I guess we'll go with John Fox as the thing to like because there's not much else. Jordan Howard. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, he did have a great year last year. Um, probably would have been rookie of the year without. Yeah. Elliot. Yep. Um, the Detroit the Detroit Lions. Oh boy. Um I don't like a whole lot. They had a weird draft. Um I don't know. Uh Well, my like is Theo Riddick. If he can stay healthy and they get him the ball twenty five times a game, he can be a pro bowler and they can be a playoff team. Yeah, but they're still really high on Amir Abdullah. Right. And that is going to reduce Theo Riddick's role. To third downs, right? Well, they have lined him up at receiver uh, throughout, you know, throughout his uh, what four years now, five years. Yeah, he's, he's a fifth. Year. Um, so, you know, I think uh, if they can get if they can get him twenty to twenty five touches, I think they'll be doing the right thing. And that's yeah. not to say they shouldn't be using Abdullah, because you know they need to. Some of these need to be catches out of the backfield or yeah. lining up lining him up in the slot. I guess, yeah, uh, I would say that uh, they're running backs. Is, that's what I like. Yeah, they also have uh, Dwayne Washington and Mike James, and apparently signed Matt Azaria. I did not know that. Oh, um, so that's you know. Another. And uh, don't like how the team is uh, dealing with Megatron. Yeah, I feel like that's last year's story. <laughs> it's still happening. Though. I know that's it's ridiculous. Still going on. They invited him to camp. I don't know if they invited him to just be there or if they want him back, but they invited him to camp. Well, I, he's not coming back. I think he's going to stay retired unless they offer to trade him to a, a 100% guaranteed contender. But, you know, offer him that or take him off your reserve retired list. Uh, do something. Uh, give him back the money that he repaid when he retired. Any one of those things would yeah. bring them closer to reconciliation and they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're they're blowing that. Um, Same thing they did to Barry Sanders. Oh my God, Buccaneers website, back off! 
<laughs> Four pop-ups. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess um, not to like. I just don't like the Lions. Well, I just don't look, like. Looking past your biases. Oh, okay. All right. If we have to. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough for me too. Yikes. Um, I don't like. I don't like their secondary. It's not great. <laughs> I think it's one of the worst in football. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go with that. I don't like their secondary. Uh, although they did, they do have one player. I do like uh, Glover Quinn, who they just uh, re-signed. Yeah. Um, one of the better safeties in the league. Uh, I do like him, but their cornerbacks and other safeties are definitely a liability for them. And I think teams are going to be able to pass all over them this year. So, all right, now my Green Bay Packers. What do you like? What don't you like? I like uh, the weapons on office. The uh, I don't know if it's the receivers that are a, a product of Aaron Rodgers or if Aaron Rodgers is a product of the receivers or if they're all pretty good in their own right, but that is one of the scariest passing games in the league. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of amazing. He As much love as he does get, he still doesn't get enough. Well, I think it's because he's... I I I do think that it's uh that all the player uh, all the you know the receiving core is good and he's good. And so the receiving core takes some of the accolades that he would be otherwise getting. Right. Um he he will. I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying he might. He will reach 300 touchdowns. Yeah. Before reaching 100 interceptions. That will be the record by far. Yeah, unless he has literally the worst year any quarterback has ever had or ever will have. Yeah. Uh, the previous record, I believe, was 118 interceptions at the time of the 300th touchdown. Um, I think it was Tom Brady. He, yeah, he he's sitting at 297 for touchdowns and 72 for interceptions. He will set that record. Yeah. And he has a 4.12 touchdown-interception ratio. 4.12 touchdowns for every interception that he throws. That is the stat that we need to be looking at. Yeah. Well, but that's that's because he throws the ball where only one person will ever have a chance of catching it. And if he's not going to catch it, no one is. Yeah. Whether he throws it to the back shoulder or just threads it or, you know, the receiver gets a step on on the defensive back, he knows where to place the ball so that it it doesn't get intercepted. Yeah. That's that's probably his strongest uh part of his game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the passing game is the thing that I like about this team too. Um, and I, I do like the receivers, Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson. I think either one of them could have thousand yard seasons with other quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, Randall Cobb. It does. It does get a little thinner once you get past the the top three. Yeah. Well, even Randall Cobb. I mean, there are some issues with Cobb. Um, he he's got he's had some injuries throughout the years. Um, there. There are a couple younger guys that I do like. Uh, Geronimo Allison. I was very impressed yeah. with him over the last couple weeks of the season. Um, and Trevor Davis uh, looks to be a pretty good up-and-coming guy. And I think those two are both there uh, possibly as uh, fallback options if Devontae Adams doesn't re-sign after his rookie deal expires. Well, let's see. Uh, they've got... Cobb and Nelson are listed at number one on the on the chart. Yeah, uh, and then Adams and Allison, and then below that, there's really no one. Yeah, just uh, Trevor Davis and Jeff Janis, who is famous for those two catches against Arizona. Yeah, um, but beyond that, has not done a whole lot in his NFL career. Um, he's uh, 
He's not listed on Yahoo's no. depth chart. He's he's still there. Uh, they do also have Max McCaffrey, <coughs> um, younger brother of Christian McCaffrey for Carolina and son of Ed McCaffrey, former uh, Niners, Giants, Broncos receiver. Oh. Uh, and one of my favorite players growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I. So what I, don't we like about the Packers? The coaches. I don't. They're not good coaches. Yeah. You agree with uh, Greg Jennings when he says that McCarthy takes his foot off the gas when they're ahead? I he, definitely he does. Um, and I don't like his coaching style when they're in, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. He shouldn't be anywhere near the offense. Um, for me, it's the youth. In the secondary. Yeah. Our top three cornerbacks, uh, two are going into their third year. One is a rookie. Um, we lost Micah Hyde, which hurts us at safety. Um, I just, yeah, the, the, the overall youth back there, I think, is still going to be an issue this year. Um, they may get stronger as the year goes on. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you've already got sort of your next leader in in. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Yeah, no, I, I I do like having him back there. Um, but with the kids we drafted last year and this year, it's just you know it's, you don't it, know if any of them are ready. It's going to be rough to start. Um, so now the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, hmm. There's not really anything to to talk about with them. They're just kind of there. I guess I I I like their. Their receivers again here. Uh, yeah, Evans, Jackson. Yeah. Um, don't necessarily like that their defense isn't that great. It's kind of a, a mess on, on on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I uh, I gotta have to say I, I I like I like Winston. I think he's poised to have a big year. Uh, you know, maybe forty three hundred yards, twenty five to thirty touchdowns. I think he's gonna have a really big year. Um, you think he's gonna uh rely less on his feet and, and more on his arm? I think so. Um, I think having having the addition of uh, Deshaun Jackson uh, for the deep ball would be great, and they drafted O.J. Howard, so having that safety valve there I think will be nice too. Yeah. Uh, what I don't like, they're running backs. Uh, Doug Martin suspended for the first three games of the year. Um, behind that, Peyton Barber and uh, DeQuiz Rogers. They did draft Jeremy McNichols out of Boise State. Um, he's a lighter Doug Martin uh 5'9 214 whereas Martin runs about 230 I think so yeah um I don't know I'm just I'm not 100% sold on their what, what are they on their running Charles backs right Simmons. now he's gone pretty sure gone thought so oh, he's still listed on on the depth chart but I don't know how accurate these are oh, I suppose he is still there um yeah I, I, I know mean, he's essentially on his way out um but they might hang on to him because Martin suspended. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been really big on him anyway. Um, but yeah, their their running backs I think are a liability. Um, so the New Orleans Saints. <coughs> well, there's uh, there's always Drew Brees. Right. It's always the thing you like about them. Uh, but on top of that, I, I I like the the additions they've made defensively. It's it's looking like they're actually going to kind of try and focus on stopping the other team from scoring. Yeah, um, they they did make a lot of good uh, additions over the last few years that haven't panned out, so it's hard for me to say. <laughs> well, I I mean, I like that they're trying. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, the thing I like and the thing I hate are the same thing. Yeah. And that thing is Drew Brees. 
He's Drew Brees. He's you Drew look Brees. at what he's done, but he's Drew Brees, and he's 38 years old. Yeah, and he's taking up an awful lot of the the uh, the cap space. Yeah, uh, on a team that is not built to win a Super Bowl right now. Yeah, um, and if that is the ultimate goal, which it should be for all 32 teams, he's keeping them from achieving that goal right now. But again, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Drew Brees. One yeah, of my favorite quarterbacks. Glad I've seen him. I've gotten to see him play live. He's, Absolutely love He's him. done everything to earn the contract that he got. Right. Um, and he's, he keeps doing these restructurings, and he's in the last year of his deal. He may not be a saint after this year. Yeah. You, you may be looking at a team like, well, I was going to say Kansas City, but they drafted Mahomes, so maybe not them. You're going to be looking at one of these these upper teams that don't have the franchise quarterback Yeah. that are just that piece away from going to a Super Bowl. He's going to be like Brett Favre was to Minnesota. Yeah. Hell, he might even do it in Minnesota. Give him the the one year and see who's coming out in the draft. Yeah, I mean he he may wind up doing it in Minnesota. They, you know, they're, Minnesota's not a bad team. Yeah, uh, they have the pieces. They just don't have a quarterback right now. And honestly, as much as I do love Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think he's going to be that quarterback. So why not? Yeah, not I. I, um, I think he could have been sort of a, a Russell Wilson style franchise quarterback. Yeah, you know where he's not. Without a doubt, the best player on the team, but he is—he does enough, and he does it with enough effort, and he works hard enough to to make the the team come together. Yeah, I think it could have been that kind of thing, but I don't know. You know, we don't. There is still a huge question mark there with that knee. Right, right. No. Um. But back to. Uh, yeah. Uh, back to the tangent. Saints. Yeah. Um. No, like like I said, that's not to take away anything from Drew Brees and what he's done for not only that franchise but that city as well. Yeah. Um he's he's right up there with with Archie Manning as as heroes, heroes of to the yeah. Um so my don't like uh coaches again. Uh over Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh most New Orleans fans are too. Yeah, um he's uh, more than Drew Brees is not worth his money at this point, Sean Payton is definitely not worth his contract. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's. It, I thought about making that my don't like, too. Uh, the thing is, though, I think Payton would benefit from a fresh start. Yeah. Um, bold prediction, he gets fired this year. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. That could, yeah, he... Uh, he is one that's definitely on the hot seat, I would say. Um, yeah, they start two and six, and he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That is a possibility. Um, Carolina Panthers. Oh, I like their their offense. I mean, it's it's a good offense. There are good players on that offense. Yeah, doesn't always work together. You know, some of them make bad uh, bad plays every now and then, like not jumping on a, a loose football. Yeah. Um, um. I like a small section of their offense. Yeah. I mean, they're. I like their running backs. Um. Christian McCaffrey, they still have Jonathan Stewart. Uh, Fozzie Whitaker is still there. Um, and I'm not sure where he's going to play, but they drafted Curtis Samuel out of OSU, who I've always liked. Samuel played some receiver, some running back, so yeah, um, hard to see where he'll fit in there. But I believe he'll, he's, he'll likely flex in and out. I believe he's wearing a number in the teens, so uh, probably a wide receiver at this point. But, yeah. you know, he could be that Randall Cobbish type, type player for them, uh, which I think would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're beyond their receivers. Greg Olson is still there. Yeah, he's one of the best uh, sort of like second echelon tight ends in the league, of which there are 
A whole bunch. Yeah. There's really only one top tier tight end in the league. And that's Rob Gronkowski because he's if he could be on the field. Yeah, um, he's a monster. He's an actual monster. Uh, unstoppable. He's he is a completely different position yeah. than tight end. Well, that was one thing we didn't talk about for Green Bay, the addition of Martellus Bennett and Lance oh, Kendricks. Yeah. Their tight ends are very, very solid, but you got Aaron Rodgers still on the ball, so it doesn't really matter who's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, talk about Gronk reminded me Bennett was there last year. Um, um, yeah, but yeah. you know, there, there's a reason he's one of the top picks in everyone's fantasy draft every year yep. if you're not in a keeper's league and he's available. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to give my don't like first because I think you might agree with me. Uh, what they just did with the GMs, firing David Gettleman this close to the start of the season and replacing him with uh, Marty Herney. Yeah, it's not a great look for them. Yeah, and they did it because partly because he was he was cold and calculating with who he kept and who he signed, and they apparently wanted a little more uh, – friendly guy up there who is going to reward longevity and not that's not how you cut the D'Angelo Williamses of the world um I don't have an issue with them having cut D'Angelo Williams yeah I know it's been good for you guys although he's not there this year no um so someone needs to give him a job though yeah just wait for camps to thin out and he'll find he'll find something he's I mean he came in 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 the games that that Le'Veon Bell was uh not playing he came in and performed like a starting running back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, what is he, 31? Uh, I think he's older than that. Um, I can look it up here. Keep talking while I'm doing this, Tom. Well, if we're silent, the, the dead air will get cut out, and it'll be like you knew right off the top of your head. He's 34. He's 34. And, and the last couple of years, in what is considered old age for running backs, you know, he's 32, 33 years old. He's playing like a starter. Yeah. Um, he... He'll he'll land somewhere. He will. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of hoping he'd uh, they'd take him back in in uh, Carolina, but then they don't really have the space for him. No, they'd have to let go of Jonathan Stewart, who's another fan favorite. Yeah. Um. You know those those few years there, they had a really solid running back tandem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Having that one two punch is is awesome. Unfortunately, they were never really healthy at the same time. Yeah. But. Uh, all right, so your uh, your your don't like is the uh, GM situation as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, boy, uh, they should have shut down Keekley the instant he got that concussion. Yeah, I mean that's not totally on them. He wants to keep playing. It's just yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But all right, the a different, uh, much longer conversation. Right, uh, the Falcons. Uh I like the way the defense played at the end of the year. Not in the Super Bowl, obviously, but... Uh, Not the last half of the last game of the year? Yeah. Coming through, you know, they weren't that great in the first half of the season, but they they solidified greatly. And, yeah, and, they became a top-five defense yeah. very quickly. Uh, that is also my like. I really do like where they're, he- where they're headed with this defense. Um, <coughs> you're right there, Eric. You seem to be dying. Just dying a little bit. Don't uh, worry. Just a little? All right. Just try to keep it down. Um, they uh, I didn't realize this. They signed Elvis Doomerville. Is he? He's, a, he's in his twelfth year. Um, it's, it's it's a nice addition as a pass rush specialist. Um, yeah, but well, he'll play thirty snaps a game. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I agree with you. They're young. They're um, they got a lot of great experience in that playoff run. Yeah, 
a lot of great experience. I mean, you look at the look at the quarterbacks they played against: Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna see him back sooner than later. Yeah. Um, things I don't like. Um, I have never been a hundred percent sold on Matt Ryan. <laughs> I know that I know that might seem a little bit crazy. Well, he's he did a lot to prove himself this season. Yeah. In in the eyes of of people like you who have never been sold on him. I I am interested to see how he bounces back. I mean, he he did have that uh, you know, were it not for some of the other players in the league, he's the MVP. And He was the MVP. He was. Why did I think he wasn't? Must have been uh thinking of someone else. Anyway, yeah. Yes, he was the MVP and the offensive player of the year, I believe. That's what I was thinking. Yes. I thought I thought he had one and not the other. No. He okay, was so yeah, the MVP. Were it not for not some other players, he's the MVP. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty lofty award. Yeah, I don't know. For, you know, <coughs> for for any quarterback to win the MVP, it's like uh, that doesn't happen that often, you know, does it? I mean, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh boy. All right, so you're uh... my don't like is uh, that's the way they they sort of run the offense. When you're 25 points ahead and you don't run the football with your two really good running backs. Gotcha. All right. The uh, the Cardinals. Oh, uh, what's good? Um, Larry Fitzgerald is still there. That's always a, a good thing. I like their receivers in general. Uh, you got him, J.J. Nelson, John Brown. Yeah. Um, Jermaine Gresham at tight end. Um so yeah, they've they've got a lot to a lot to be happy with there. I think I like just their offense in general. I think they are going to be better this year. Yeah. Um, um I think Carson Palmer will have another good year. Uh they've still got uh I I'm not excited about their their future at the quarterback position. Yeah, actually that is They've still got David Johnson, Chris Johnson, Andre Ellington at running back. But yes, my hate about them, the thing I hate, they did not address the quarterback situation going forward. Yeah. And look, he's Carson Palmer's a good quarterback. He he proved he was good in Cincinnati, and and they did him wrong. He uh, he was pretty good in that short time over in Oakland. Yep. Uh, and they didn't seem to want to have him around. And he finally found a place where he can stick around uh, with the Cardinals, and he's getting to the end of his career now. Um. Yeah, that's they they need to look at that before the off season. Yeah. Hits. What you doing, Eric? Just browsing Reddit while you guys uh, talk about the football. Uh-huh. Her, her, I'm a dog, bark, woof, as this dog, as this cat walks by, making funny faces. And before that, it was Cat Dennings, which is always a nice thing to look at as long as she's not speaking. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Pass. That was kind of what I was thinking, because, like, the, the, the don't like is literally everything. The um, like is uh, Fisher's not there anymore. Um, they've got a pretty good long snapper. Yeah. <laughs> that comes in handy on those punts. Their water boy is hella efficient. <laughs> These players are the most hydrated in the league. <laughs> um, their defense, the, well, okay, their front seven. Their defense at the beginning, beginning of every year is the best defense that has ever been. Yeah. Um, their front seven, I guess that's what, that's what I'll go with. Um, Ogletree, Quinn, uh, Aaron Donald, Brockers. Um. No, hang on. Let me 
let me go to Deadspin really quick because it might be uh, the Rams' turn for why your team sucks, <laughs> and we can just read that. Yeah. Well, while you're looking for that, I'm gonna go with my don't likes. Um, Jared Goff. I thought it was a mistake. The, there was nothing. There was nothing there to say that he could come in and be the starter. So they didn't start him. Yeah. And then they did start him. And then they did start him, and there was nothing there to say that he could ever be a starter. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Well, and I think he was put in a bad situation. I think he's talented. I just, that quarterback in that situation I don't think is uh, yeah is going to um, go well. No, it, it's not going to um, do anything ever. Yeah. All right, well, while you're looking that up, let's go with uh, yeah, let's, let's the, 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 the 49ers. <sighs> um, my like... They did not draft a quarterback. At one of the they didn't draft uh, Trubisky. They didn't draft um, Kaiser. They you know they waited. They got uh, <coughs> C.J. Beathard uh, in later rounds, and they're going to go with Brian Hoyer as the starter, which I think is going to be good for them. I really do. Um, so I like I like the way they handled the quarterback situation in the off season. Uh, I mean, it's still just Brian Hoyer. At the end of the day. Your your starting quarterback is a guy. I think the who, NFL who site is glitching. Why? Sorry, the Forty ers also signed Elvis Doomerville. Uh, you can't. They can't. Are there two Elvis Doomers Doomersville? I'm sorry. Go back to what you're doing. I'm going to get oh. to the bottom of this. Yeah. At at the end of the day, you've got Brian Hoyer who failed in 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 uh, in Chicago because Chicago failed. Well, he didn't. I mean, he didn't fail. He got injured and. They went back to Cutler and then to Barkley. Who is he? Isn't he their backup? Yes, he is now the backup there. And actually... Um, so you've got two failure of quarterbacks from the same team from the same season as your two quarterbacks. There's better options out there. Just look for them. Call up all the CFL teams. They all have quarterbacks. You're going with two backups to Jay Cutler. Well, to be fair... They were only backups to Jay Cutler because Jay Cutler was paid so much money, and they did not do a fair assessment of the quarterbacks. I actually I like Matt Barkley more than I like Brian Hoyer. I've seen Barkley play, um, and uh, I I like what they did with the quarterback situation. I really really do. Um, I don't think they made any mistakes. I think Hoyer is he's the right man to lead them through whatever stretch they're going through right now. Well, my issue is that uh, you brought these two quarterbacks. From from the Bears to an even worse team than the Bears. Oh, I disagree with that. They they are a worse team than the Bears. I I greatly disagree. All right, I think it's time for our first ever on air bet. Oh, okay. Now we have to figure it out now because they both played on the Bears last year. Are we comparing this year's Forty ers to last year's Bears, or are we going this year's Forty ers versus this year's Bears? Um, I I I think we have to go with we have to look at their play. We can't take any of Jay Cutler's time with the Bears last year because that, you know, and we can't take anything from, from last year's 49ers, obviously. Right, right. I think we ta- we take a look at the quarterback production of this year's 49ers versus these two quarterbacks and how they did with last year's Bears. All right. So we, all can, right. we can take care of half the bet by the end of the day and see, and see you know, get, get all the stats and relevant data from last year. And then, you know... Few months down the line, when both of them have been uh, ousted as starter, I will be proven right, and uh, I will be Tom. Yeah. Oh no. 
It's not as bad as you think. It's it's kind of nice actually. Um. All right. Well, here. All right. It sounds like that scene from Princess Bride right now. Like the battle of wits has begun. It ends when we both decide. And we find out who is right and who is Tom. That's where. That's actually where I started using that from. Who is right and who is Tom? All right. So, what are we betting here? Four. Oh, I don't know. What do you What do you got? Oh man, we can make it gigantic because we both root for teams that have very expensive tickets. I'm not buying you tickets. But if you were confident, you wouldn't have an issue. You no, that's why I said I'm not buying you tickets. Okay, so that's what it's going to be. Uh, the the cheapest ticket from the official ticket selling website of, of of the NFL. I don't know which one that is. Well, here's the thing: all Packers tickets. <laughs> Our season tickets and thus sold on the secondary market. I'm not buying you $5,000 tickets. Cheapest game this year is $148. On the secondary market? Yes. You know, if we just wait 10 years and, and make this bet, you'll to probably watch, have... To watch a football game in the freezing cold from about a mile away up in the sky. No, actually, uh, Lambo, because of how old it is, the seats are not that far away from the field. So well, the players just look like big ants instead of regular ants. Still incredibly close. I sat, I spent $170 and sat in row eight. I said, sorry, there's someone yelling what outside. <laughs> um, uh, our neighbors, ladies and gentlemen. If it weren't for the fact that I like the light coming in that window, I would cover it up with uh, the sound foam. But I enjoy the light more than... They happen to be yelling right outside right. that window. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom and I will finish this bet off air because we need to get moving. But yeah. um, I don't like for the 49ers. Who are these quarterbacks supposed to throw it to? Uh, uh, Jeremy Curley had a pretty good year last year. Um, can he string it together? Um, who knows? And uh, they did sign Pierre Garçon, but I've never been a huge fan of his. So, Yeah, he's not a, a number one wide receiver type guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my don't like. I don't know who they're supposed to be throwing the ball to out there. My don't like is ownership and the front office, and uh, nobody knows if Lynch is going to be any good as a general manager. Yeah, nobody knows, and I don't think he is. Honestly, right. fair enough. I, I think that it's just a huge mess upstairs, which is causing the huge mess downstairs, and they play. 40 minutes away from the city where their team is named for. and Huge mess downstairs just sounds like a euphemism for crapping yourself. Yeah, that's pretty much what the, what the front <laughs> office has done. Um, and, I mean, they, they play in a, a stadium which is brand new, but it, you're, you're sitting there and you're baking in the Southern California sun and dying uh, because they didn't build it properly. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole lot to not like about this yeah. team. All right. Um, well, I guess it's on to the final team in the NFC. Um, and I promise you all we will do a better job than NFL Network did previewing the Seattle Seahawks. Do we have uh, last year's schedule? We're go going or, to talk uh, about uh, this year's team. We are? Rather than last year's team. Okay. It's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. <sighs> um, Things to like. Uh, they have the championship pedigree. They've been there, yeah. you know, yeah. one and one in the last uh, what four years in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Been to uh, been to the playoffs each of the last f- five years. So 
I like the experience there. They're going to be very tough to beat out West. They're going to be tough for the Falcons. They're going to be tough for the Packers, for the Cowboys, you know, whoever yeah. comes out of these other divisions. Um, and especially they're, they're going to have at least one home game in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, where they get to beat up on a Detroit or somebody like that again. And they've got the easiest path to, to the playoffs of any team in, in the NFC. I don't think so, but we'll get to that in a minute. All right, well, well in, in my opinion, what I like is uh, just the easiest path. They yeah. have such an easy path to the playoffs, and they're so talented. That combination ensures that they'll go at least a couple games. Yeah. Um, thing I don't like, I did not like the uh, Richard Sherman drama in the offseason about he was going to be traded, and then they had a deal at the draft, but it fell apart, and then they were still trying to move him after the draft. And yeah, I he don't... was coming out and criticizing the offense and – it it just looks bad, and I I don't like that they make that sort of thing public. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and you know try and set up those trades and make those trades. Uh, don't put it out there. Don't you know? And do your best to not let it leak. Uh, kind of don't talk to the media about anything regarding that sort of thing, especially when it comes to one of your biggest players, because you're going to get people who are fans of that player who are going to get upset that you're getting trying to get rid of that player. Um, and it's sort of a, a you know rip the bandaid off type thing. Yeah, people are going to be less upset if they don't know that it's coming. They're still going to be upset, but they'll tend to get over it a little quicker. Yeah, especially uh, with a team that's got so much to like on it. Yeah, um, it's it was it looked bad for everybody. Yeah, it, there nobody came out of that looking good. Even Sherman, who is the focus of all this, yeah, because he was talking. You know, he well, was, because he's you know he's getting you know. He doesn't shy away from the microphones as as it is, and he's getting these questions thrown at him, and you know microphones shoved in his face where he's he's already got you know his own stuff to say, and now he's having to comment on things that are completely out of his control, completely just rumors and hearsay, and so now he's trying he's kind of having to go on the defensive, right, with all of this, and he's already a very defensive guy. Yeah, that's that's part of the problem there too. Uh, he he has. He has a tendency to spout off and fly off the handle when it comes to reporters anyway. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, I believe we're at the point where we are going to give our division winners. Okie doke. Um, in the East, I'm picking the Giants. All right. You you can do that. I, I'll take Dallas. Um, and, uh, you know, let's go ahead and just finish them out. I say it's, it's going to be Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins. Uh... Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Cowboys. Cowboys, Giants. Giants. Eagles, etc. <laughs> etc. Wow. Okay. And in the uh, in the north, Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago. I actually have the exact same. Uh, that one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, in the south. Oh. Uh, Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. If uh, anything changes, it'll be uh, Tampa and Carolina flipping and flopping, respectively. Um, I actually think it's going to be Atlanta's going to win it. Uh, Tampa second, New Orleans, and then Carolina. I still don't think Carolina's recovered from what so happened you think last it's year. It's going to be the same. Yeah. So, and then out west, Seattle, Arizona, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Um, That's the Los Angeles Rams, by the way. Not the Los Angeles Chargers. 
who play in the same city now. <laughs> and then later it'll be the Los Angeles somebody else's. <laughs> the Los Angeles somebody else's? Someone else is going to move there. Why not? <laughs> well, I agree with you on that one. Uh, so we only have uh, one difference as far as uh, division winners go. Um, <coughs> I I don't know. I like... Uh, I actually like Green Bay as the one seed this year. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm trying my best not to be a homer about this kind of thing. The way I see it, it's going to be either Green Bay or, or uh, Dallas yeah. as um, the number one. Yeah, I, I like... I, I don't think there's really too much slowing down of either of those teams. And it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who has to play against them in the playoffs. And, and, you know, if it's a team like Seattle, I think Seattle's a team that could surprise and beat both of those teams. Oh, yeah. Um, and what has in the past. Right. I um, no, I, th- I like Green Bay as the one seed, uh, Atlanta as the two, the Giants as the three, and the Seahawks as the four. And I don't think it's going to be a big difference. I think... You think it'll come down to the last week of the season? I, like tiebreakers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's where it'll be. Um, and I like I like Dallas and Tampa as the two wild cards. Uh, well, given that they're only beyond the, the top four teams... Uh, and then you throw in, you know, the Giants to account for our differences in the, in the division winners. Beyond those five teams, really, <laughs> there's not much in right. the way of uh, good teams. Yeah. That. Could the East put two in, you know, with Philly? Uh, if Philly is consistent. Yeah. And, I mean, not just consistent because they could be consistently bad. We don't know how that team is going to shake out yet. Right. Um, if they're consistently good, if they uh, protect Wentz, and if they let him play his style, because he's not 100% pocket passer. Yeah, he does like to move a little bit. Um, and if if you try and confine him to that pocket, you're going to end up with another RG3 situation going down where he's, you know, RG3 kind of uh, was forced into being a pocket passer because of the injury. And then they wouldn't let him go back to to the running ways. Um, but if you try and pigeonhole a quarterback that's got many talents, it's not going to go well for you. Right. So, so in, if they let Wentz be Wentz. So in conclusion, your second wild card pick, not the Eagles. <laughs> I go with the uh, same same playoff teams as yours. Gotcha. Just flip the Giants we just flip the, the Giants and Cowboys. And Cowboys. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> I, we're going to have a lot more disagreement in the AFC, I believe. So yeah. uh, you can all look forward to that next week. We will be debating things next week. Uh, <laughs> well, there there are more uh, bubble teams in the AFC than there are in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, we'll pick our Super Bowl matchups after we pick the AFC uh, next week, and then we'll uh, get into college football preview after that. And uh, then these games will be in full swing. And, yeah. When we'll does the we'll college be... football season officially start? Uh, last week of August, I believe. Oh, so it's coming up really yes. quickly. Um, we do feel that uh, we're better uh, when we have games to actually talk about. Yeah. Um, um, those are the better shows. It's been difficult throughout the summer. It is. It we've, is tough. We've, I mean, we've missed a few, and the ones we've done have been crap. You guys aren't, aren't big enough baseball fans is the problem. You guys are bigger football fans well, than we, baseball well, fans. Well, no, you that's not. discuss every single yeah, that's, baseball game. You can't discuss every single baseball game. You can't sit there and pull it apart because they're, you know, we're a weekly show. And so we've got, by the time the week is over, we've got 157,000 games that we would have to talk about. And your question is? 
We have to go to work <laughs> at some point. I don't understand the problem here. You're, you're complaining about not having enough content because there's too much content? Is that is that what I'm getting? Well, if we're going to sit here and talk about <laughs> one baseball game over another one, then that's a problem. Yeah. Yep. It is uh, – it, it's it's – it's more difficult the more you have to cover. We Yeah, okay. It is. No, seriously. Do you want to sit here all day and talk about every baseball game from the past, at this point, four weeks? Yeah. All right. Get going. All right, well, I'm going to go to work. So, uh, some the, teams won, some teams lost. The rest of the show belongs there was, to Eric. There were some, uh, some big hits. There were some missed opportunities. The rest of the show belongs to Eric. Tom and I are going to go now. <laughs> Please enjoy. Oh, yeah. I'm a wiener. I'm out of coffee, though. That so sucks. So I guess over. you can't talk. <laughs> show's over. Eric can't do it. <laughs> Never mind. I'm out of coffee. What you need to do is just bring the Keurig down here. That would be a great sound effect for the show. You could live down here, you know. Just record your whole life. <laughs> be like the Truman Show, except I'll know that I'm doing it. Right. And everybody else will be trying to get me to stop. And like, no, you have to go to work. <laughs> no. Not until I get a portable recorder that I can take with me. Right. So you can all... Listen to me type and you just need that's it. You just need a dedicated uh network that'll just carry your ramblings for twenty four hours a day. If only I like own my own network or something like that. Oh, wait. No no no. Like you need <laughs> you need the guys that would follow I mean you can't Oh, I need like a camera crew yeah, to follow me uh, around. That would be the boringest reality show in the history of reality shows, and but it, people would still reality watch. Reality shows are already really dang boring. People would still watch. That's the craziest part about this. We could turn this show into a reality show, and we'd be millionaires like that. Guys, there's a uh, there's a live webcam of the most viscous fluid in the world, What's the and address? people just sit there. What's the address? I I don't know. But, you don't just people, you don't just say something like that and then not provide the details. People will sit there and watch it as it doesn't ever drip. That's it drips like once every hundred some years. Again, why aren't we famous? This is ridiculous. Did I just correct you on putting a space in webcam? Yeah, <laughs> the pitch drop experiment is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. So where's the damn? I found the Wikipedia article for it, but I've not. That found man it. looks too old to be an internet sensation. Well, they they might have they might have taken the the live webcam down as the the, the pitch drop might have occurred, and it won't for another hundred some years. So the that's... ninth drop, the last one that's noted on the timeline for the Wikipedia article, fell in April of 2014. Yeah. So Prior to that, it was November of 2000. So it was 14 years between drops on that one. So yeah, it might be might be ramping up for that next one here coming in. Uh, whatever, twenty twenty eight is when we should be probably expecting that next drop. Oh man, it's gonna be insane. <laughs> oh, it, it was a little bit quicker between. It was only about nine years between, and then they installed air conditioning after the seventh drop, and yeah, that, things that got slower. <laughs> that that slowed it down considerably. Wow. So yeah, that's the kind of thing that uh, people will watch on the internet. So yes, Eric, your life might be more boring than most. Um, Is it more boring than? But it's pitch not drops? more boring than pitch drops. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh man! All right. Well, some of us have work. Some of us have to go give blood. Some of us have to go back to bed because they feel miserable. And some of us are giant Canadian. Dickheads that get to go back to bed. 
So what happens when you work all weekend, you get that Monday off. You know, I, yeah. could, uh, I could actually probably go back to bed for a couple hours. Yeah, you probably could. So, All right, well, thanks for uh, joining us in our first show back from our little hiatus. Uh, we have been Ballpark Bros, and we will talk more sports at you next week.